0: Good evening, I'm Paul Drienzo with these headlines. A House committee voted to move forward on calls to impeach President Joe Biden. The 9-4 to vote was along party lines and strongly backed by former President Donald Trump, who's been impeached twice by the House. Meanwhile, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Washington trying to break a logjam on more funding with its war against Russia. President Biden took the opportunity to plug his $105 billion aid package for Israel. I also asked Congress for funding for Israel. To take on Hamas and confront multiple other threats backed by Iran in the wake of the October 7th assault. Zelensky added the war brings jobs to Americans. Two thirds of American support for Ukraine remains and works in the United States. And the United Nations General Assembly voted overwhelmingly for a measure calling for an immediate, durable, and sustained humanitarian truce leading to a cessation of hostilities in Gaza. The voting has been completed. The result of the vote is as follows. 153 in favour, 10 against, 23 abstentions. Draft Resolution A-ES10-L27 has been adopted. More than 150 countries voted in favor of the measure. Only 10 countries voted in opposition, including the United States and Israel. The largest country supporting Israel's position was the Czech Republic. 23 nations abstained. The United States spoke in favor of an amendment denouncing Hamas. The group was not named in the measure that passed. Austria offered a similar amendment. Both failed to meet the two-thirds majority needed to pass. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Colleagues, our goal must be to stop the death the devastation, and the destruction for the long term. And that is simply not a future Hamas wants to see. And South Africa's envoy, Mathu Joini, says Israel committed genocide. The events of the past six weeks in Gaza have illustrated that Israel is acting contrary to its obligation in terms of the genocide convention. As a UN member state, and owing to South Africa's painful past experience of a system of apartheid. This impresses on us as member states to take action in accordance with international law. Pakistani envoy Munir Akram said the amendments offered by the United States and Austria would shift the blame from Israel. And I'm confident that this entire membership will not agree to place the blame only on hamas but not on israel that would be unjust unfair and inequitable and israel's ambassador gilad erdan was defiant and insisted israel would not stop its attempt to destroy hamas and in a cheeky moment he gave out the hamas leader's phone number this is the phone number of hamas's office in gaza you can all call plus +9705993765 and ask for Ikhya Sinwar. Tell Hamas to put down their arms, turn themselves in, and return our hostages. This will bring a complete ceasefire that will last forever. But Pakistan's envoy said it's time to close the casino. If Hamas is named and not Israel you will provide a justification to the Israeli war machine to continue its roulette roulette wheel of death. And in national news, whistleblowers, both current and former members of the Coast Guard, testified before lawmakers today about what they called a cover-up of a report known as Operation Fouled Anchor, detailing years of sexual assault and inaction at the U.S. Coast Guard Academy from the late 1980s to 2006. They alleged instances of sexual misconduct by at least 43 Academy staff. One of the whistleblowers was Caitlin Morrow. But I was groped several times, sometimes with 30 laughing witnesses and sexually harass on a daily basis. The environment was so consuming that I would take my school assignments down to the baseball dugouts in the dark with a flashlight. After I reluctantly purported my assaults, I was simply asked by my company commander, is this worth investigating? Paul DiRienzo, New York.